Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. G'day, hello. How you doing? I'm Osher. This is Better Than Yesterday. It's the 14th of July. It's Bastille Day. I'm suddenly, no, I'm not going to go into lame is, though I want to, I won't. Um, thanks for being here. This is a podcast here to make your day today better than yesterday. Been doing it since 2013, making it better since 2013, chatting with people. And I still haven't come up with a tagline for this show. I really should. Um, but yeah, just through having conversations with people from all over the world, all walks of life, some of them the best of what they do, we're just here to make it better than yesterday. That's it. You can't be what you can't see and having conversations about how it can be better than it was really helped me a lot when I was not doing well. And I noticed that I wasn't hearing any of those conversations in the public space. I mean, there's plenty of them now, but 10 years ago when I started this podcast, they weren't there. So I started this show and I'm glad you're here. I'm here Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Mondays and Wednesdays with a guest. Fridays, it's just me and you. I'm Osher. I'm a uh, podcaster. I'm a TV host. I'm a author. I'm a dad. I'm a stepdad. I'm a, a, a nocturnal treadmill for a toddler. Anyone who co-sleeps or has co-slept with a, a child, I don't know how they all manage to do the same thing. They'll use one parent as a pillow, so they'll put their head on them and they get the snuzzles. And the other parent, the the right angle you know, end, essentially just like a jogging track. Uh, they're just kind of reaching out with their feet to try and notice where you are. But yeah, all night long, Lionel Richie, I am getting rib massages from a... Um, a gigantic three-year-old. <laughs> it's huge. But it's delicious, and soon enough you won't be in bed with us. Oh, fuck off, Dad, leave me alone. So I'm taking him when I can get him. That's really nice. We went to the planetarium today, and it was awesome. <laughs> it was really cool. Yeah, thanks for listening. I'm Washington Ginsberg, and I am doing a lot of interviews around the Gold Logie nomination, which has come... Crikey, we are 17 days from the night of the Logies. If you're listening to this in five years, you know how it went. If you're listening to this overseas, you're like, what the fuck is the Logie? So it's like our Emmys, our BAFTAs, they're our TV awards. And the particular award that I'm nominated for is a um, most popular personality 
award. So it's a, you know, who's our favorite. It's not for a particular show. And I've been doing some interviews around it. And I was talking to somebody yesterday in, in Brisbane and uh, they were asking about a particular time in my life. And I, and I thought about it, that there was this, this distinct shift. And you know, I'd lost jobs before, but there was, they were asking about when I got unemployed. Yeah, no, I've been unemployed. I was 40. I was unemployed. I'm 49 now. And um, I was asked about what was it like to be unemployed? And I didn't get a chance to really go into it, but it started with the, the best and second best way that I'd ever been fired. I'd been fired before and I'd been let go before and I'd had shows that I'd been on not come back. And it all, you know, I'd had those experiences in pretty, you know, not fun ways. I was not doing very well at the time and I was drinking and using a lot and had a lot of resentment around it. Like I remember I once found out, I found out that Australian Idol wasn't coming back reading it on a newspaper website when I was living in America. That's how I found out. I didn't get a phone call from a network or a production company or, or anything. I just, I found out reading in a paper and that was not fun. And I'd, I'd lost jobs in other ways in the past, but the best way that I ever lost a job was, I think it was season 11 of Bondi Rescue. Oh no, season seven. And Michael Cordell, who's the Cordell of Cordell Jigsaw Zaprooter, which is the, I think the largest and most successful independent production company in Australia. They're very, very good. Cordell is one of the you know creators of Bondi Rescue, one of the main producers of that show, which is still running and I am still on. But there was a season when I wasn't. And it was towards the end of the year. I was in New York. I'll never forget it. I was in New York and I got an, a phone call from him. And he said, listen, mate, we've just walked out of the pitch for next year with Channel 10 pitching for the next season of Bondi Rescue. And they were looking at, you know, what we could do to freshen it up and go in a different direction. And at this point, I had been the narrator. I had been the voice of the show. And I had been the voice that was essentially bridging the scenes together and giving the exposition for each scene. And I'd been doing that since 2005. And I think we'd won four Logies or something. Like it was, it's, it's a really successful show. And he said, look, we just pitched, they, they wanted a new direction. And so we pitched them the master interview format, which is essentially, you know it, the master interview is something that we, is used in reality a lot. It's where the person involved in the scene, whether it be a cook or someone making a muffin or someone fixing a car or someone trying to find love or someone rescuing somebody, you see the footage of them, you know, doing the thing. And then they, you cut to them sitting in a chair with a blurry background or something in the background going, when I saw that recipe, I was overwhelmed. Or when I saw that person in the water, I was overwhelmed. Or when I saw the nature of the car that I had to fix, I was overwhelmed. So you're getting their their thoughts on the situation in a master interview as like the, the first person narrative and then cuts back to the scene. And they said, we, so we pitched master interview and they went for it. I wanted you to be the first to know. And so le- less than 45 minutes after the meeting had ended, he called me straight away. He said, I just wanted you to know. You've been amazing and you've given us an amazing season so far, but I wanted you to know that the show had to go on and for the show to go on, we had to change it. And this is how we've changed it. And I wanted you to know that. And he didn't actually say, you're fired. 
but I understood what he meant. And instantly I was just like, mate, I'm just happy the show gets to continue. It's a great Australian story. I love the show. And, you know, I'm sorry I won't work on it anymore, but I'm, I'm really grateful you called me. And I felt like at that point, I just felt so, so respected and so um, valued that he would call me straight away, probably while he was still in the car driving back to the office after leaving the network. And of course, then various other things didn't come back. Like, I, so I, I, I didn't get a call about a contract that year because there was no contract, you know, so he just told me straight away. So I didn't have to ask the question and that was amazing. And I think it was like 18 hours later, well, it might have been 18 hours before, because it happened within a day about a TV, a radio show that I'd been working on called The Hot Hits Live from LA. And I've been working on it for three years. And I got the call from the head of radio at the company that was producing it. And a lovely lady by the name of Sam. And she just straight up said, we're going in a new direction for the show. And we're hiring Maud Garrett. You've been great. It's been an amazing run. And thank you for everything. And I hung up the phone and I'm in the same hotel room that I was in and I hung up the phone and I've got the times. Okay. So I've got the Bondi rescue one second. So I've got this phone call first. I've got the one about the radio job first. And with that one, I hung up the phone and instead of flying into resentment that, oh my God, I, you know, how dare they, you know, I was the. I helped create this show. I brought this show to life. This show wouldn't exist without me. How dare you fire me? You know, I was able to instantly reframe that by putting the two words in front of what just happened. Those two words were, of course. And so I heard Sam's voice in my head. She said, you know, we are replacing, we're going to get Maud Garrett to host the show. We don't need you anymore. And we're going in a different direction. Instead of being oh, fuck them, they're getting Maud Garrett to host the show and they don't need me anymore, they're going in a different direction. Nah. I put the words of course in front of it. Of course they're hiring Maud Garrett to host the show. Of course they're going in a new direction. And instantly I was able to see it from Sam's perspective because at the time, it's 2012, I was a 38-year-old divorced sad man talking to 11 to 14-year-old teenagers about Justin Bieber songs. yeah. Not the best host for a Sunday afternoon pop music show. Maud, at the time, was in her early 20s. You know, she's, she's a kid that plays, you know, video games all day long. She does, I don't think she owned a piece of clothing without a pop culture logo on it or some kind of cartoon character on board. She's the perfect person to host that show. And she did a really good job. And in a breath, by using the words, of course, in front of, you know, my complaint, I was able to reframe that. Now, I didn't come up with that. I was taught that. I was taught to do that. But in that moment, I was able to use it. And it was a transformative moment. I'm not saying I'm a genius for figuring it out. Someone told me about it. So I read about it. But then when I did lose the radio job, I was like, oh, fuck. And I called my sponsor and I'm like, David, I just lost my last two jobs that were paying the bills in like in less than 18 hours. And he said, I'm excited for you, pal. I said, mate, I don't think you understand. I just lost the last two jobs at a pay. I've now got no money. I'm unemployed. And he said, yeah, I understand. And I don't think you heard me. I'm excited for you because that means there's bigger things afoot. You've got all this space now into which you can create the thing that you want to do. And I trusted this man enough at this point to go, 
okay, whatever resentful thoughts are flying around in my head, whatever horrible things I want to say to him, as in, you know, whatever like grim and grisly depths and mires of of sadness that I want to fall into, I know enough to trust this bloke and went, okay, all right. And I did another thing that I was taught to do, which is act as if, like, all right, so act as if you have all this time and space now to create the thing that you're going to create that's going to be the next thing that you do. And within a breath, I was able to do that and got to work. And, you know, getting fired from those two jobs was, you know, people often say, oh, my divorce was the best thing that happened to me or my whatever. Like getting fired from those two jobs in that space of time was one of the best things that ever happened to me. Because in that space where I now no longer worked, I was able to look at why was I not employed or employable? What would I like to do next? How can I be the right person to be hired for the next job that I want to do? What does the next job that I want to do look like? If that job doesn't exist, I can create it. And I did. And that's how I created the dating show that I ended up pitching to the network, the same one that didn't want me nominating Bondo Rescue. We went into pre-production and that dating show was doing well. We were getting closer and closer to making it. And when they said, hey, we just, we, you know, this dating show thing, yeah, well, we just also, we just bought the rights to The Bachelor. Do you want to host that? And I said, yes, I do. And, you know, so if it weren't for what had happened, there's no way I would have been on any of those shows. And so, yeah, getting fired sucks. And I had been fired before and it had really sucked. It had destroyed me. But this time, these times that I'm talking to you about, are the, the very best, best ways I've ever gotten fired and the best things that had ever happened to me when I did get fired. Yeah, I was paying rent out of my savings. Like, it was scary. But what I had to become because of it, well, that's the reason I'm sitting here right now telling you about a Gold Logie nomination. And I just, I guess I wanted to talk to you about that today. You know, and it carries on, you know, because I remember when I left radio, again, when I left radio for the second time, I made a joke when I left Brisbane breakfast. (laughs) How's things? Yeah. I've got twice the time but half the money. (laughs) Which was true. I had to talk to Audrey about it. I think I'm going to leave this job. She goes, yeah, that's okay. I said, we're going to have half the money. She goes, yeah, that's okay. You'll find other ways to do it. And we did. And we did. And what I built in that space was bigger. Bigger than anything that I was doing on radio. But I know it's okay for me to speak out this in hindsight, but fuck, it was scary, dude. I'm not even joking. It was so scary wondering where the bunny was going to come from because I, you know, had the kind of obligations that a TV and a big radio job give you financially as far as mortgages go. So I had to find the money from somewhere. I didn't want to move house. But that's the pressure that makes the, that's the juice that's worth the squeeze, you know? That's where, that's where it happens. So, look, who's to know? I might get fired again. But if it happens, I know that I'll be okay because I've always been okay. Well, in the last 10 years or so, I've figured out how to be okay with it. And I, um, I have no doubt that I will again. But I just wanted to share with that with you today. And um, I hope it helped in some way. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of it. If um, this conversation is something that is like, well, I haven't heard things put like that before. Well, that's interesting. And there's someone that you think could 
do with hearing it, please do share it with them. If this sounds like a conversation that you think more people could do with hearing, throw a vote my way at tvweeklogieawards.com.au for the Gold Logie because if there's one thing, like Gold Logie is not worth any money at all. Um, it's a bit of metal, you know, glued to a piece of wood. But that sort of thing brings prominence to conversations like this and the 10 years of conversations here on this podcast, I feel, are, you know, dare I say it, a treasure trove for people to discover. And I would like more people to discover what we've got here because I'm really proud of the work that we've created and I'm really proud of the help that this show does give to people. And I, I really think that only a tiny, tiny amount of people that could do with listening to these episodes have heard them. And I'd love way more people to hear them because I'd like more people to feel that they're not alone, basically. Thanks for listening. I'm going to go put a, a tired, tired toddler into a baby seat in a car and just do meaningless laps around a block. Oh yeah, we're just going to get something, mate. No, we're not. We're just driving around a block because you've got to sleep, pal. <laughs> Thanks very much to Andy Maher who did an audio post on this episode. And uh, I'll see you on Monday. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.